0: What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I am your host, Tanner Wilkinson. And today I only have one guest, a little throwback to the beginning of our uh, podcasting series. I'm just joined by Tim Gatman today. Tim, say what up. Uh, What's up? You know, I'm happy to be on again. Good to be here. Excited to talk
1: about this UFC.
0: Big UFC weekend. UFC 263. Big pay-per-view this weekend. Um, I say we start at the top. Let's start at the top. Uh, first, or the last fight of the night will be Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Uh, this is obviously a rematch from their fight in 2018, 2019 when they were both uh, yeah. up-and-coming Young. fighters. Um, Tim, what do you what do you what do you think about this fight?
1: Um, I think there's a sneaky amount of pressure on Izzy for this fight. That uh, I think it's because he has the one loss and it's the Jan Bohovich, the two oh five champ. And he, he did it by like wrestling him. And you always kinda knew that might be like if someone could wrestle Izzy really well, that might be like the thing that could outdo him because he's not super big. And he's he's from a he's a kickboxer, so he's not like like a really good wrestler could like potentially beat him that way. And he at middleweight he didn't seem to have an issue with it. But once Jan Bohovich had like 30 pound 25 pounds on him or something, then it became a bit different. Now, if but if Marvin's able to kind of do that same thing, then you're seeing like a pattern. Like there's a queer kind of like strategy, I guess, that if you could kind of wrestle him, kind of like grind him down, you might like you beat him that way. Personally, I don't I think he's gonna knock the Tory out. Like, I, I think it'll be like a third round KO if I had to predict it.
0: I was, I think it's going to go a lot like the uh, Israel Asanya, Kevin Gastelum fight. And I don't think there's going to be very many takedowns necessarily, but I think Vittori's going to try and rush him, like what Gastelum yeah. did in that fight, where he's going to just try yeah. and not let him get enough space to where he can counter punch and just kind of mm-hmm. just get up in him and, and try and point. use that big, try and use that big old frame. To try and just get inside yeah. on him. I mean that is
1: true because Calvin and Vitoria have the same coach too. They're from the same gym, so that that is a very good point. Ooh,
0: um, I but I also think Izzy's going to knock him out. I think Izzy yeah. Izzy looks very determined in the in these pre-fight uh, embedded shows and, and these interviews. He looks very. He sounds very uh, very ready to get the job done.
1: Yeah, I think I think he's. Uh, yeah, I think if he beats Vittori too, I don't think there's I mean, maybe Whitaker, but he beat Whitaker so handily the first time. Like realistically, he could go up to light heavyweight again and not too long and take another shot at the belt or fight someone else up at light heavyweight.
0: I think I think Dana said Whitaker gets the winner of this fight already. So I think it's gonna be Whitaker adesanya again. And I don't think I don't think many things will change from that fight from the first one. I mean but uh Whitaker's, he's a stand-up guy. He's, he's more of a, he's like a kickboxer, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, the issue with him is that he has to get, he has to like get inside on Izzy, which is really hard to do. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But I mean, he, he, he is way better than he was though when he was champ. Like, so mm-hmm. he, he's definitely like, I mean, it's kind of like Izzy is like the perfect counter to him because otherwise like you beat Y'all Romero twice. And Yoel Romero is like at the time was like the boogeyman. Like (laughs) he's had he has like one loss, or he has one loss at middleweight, and it's too Izzy.
0: Yeah, Izzy, Izzy stylistically just fits perfectly with with Whitaker, which is kind of kind of sad for him, but good for good for my good for our boy Izzy.
1: If Izzy ever goes up to two hundred five, though, him versus Usman for the belt would be crazy. Like that is like a like if Usman went for double champ status after Izzy did it. Ooh. And then and then if if
0: yeah. if Usman goes up to two eighty five while or, uh, Izzy's at two o five.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get and then they do for the like vacant belt. You do Izzy versus or you do Usman versus Whitaker. Oh, that'd be crazy.
0: Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty sick. That would be pretty cool um let's go to our next fight which is the co-main uh davison figueredo versus brandon moreno uh this fight was a draw back um i think it was january was when this first fight yeah, was. yeah it was
1: the last part of the year
0: okay so late december yeah. um davidson i i think he i think he knocks him out i think i think he he when you look at the pre-fight interviews Dave. uh Moreno's more of like a happy guy, more like, oh, I'm just kind of happy to be here. I love cause...
1: the job. I love the difference. It's so funny. <laughs> and
0: Figueredo is like, I'm going to knock oh, this guy's yeah, head he's... out of the ring. I'm like kill his, him. he is yeah. he he's like I'm going to kill this man. He's going to be crying in the ring.
1: Which is so his I coach... mean,
0: it's something that you don't really hear. Like this like most of the time it's like they're both either friendly to each other or they're both like super pissed off at each other. And Figueredo's just like, I'm going to murder this person. I don't care.
1: I mean, Mourinho's, though, got the, he's like the classic, like, just he's like, he's just, you, you could knock him out. Now, the, in the first fight, Figueredo had a point deducted for a low blow. So if he hadn't had the point deducted for that, he would have won the fight. Yeah. But, but, uh, it, it was a draw. And Mourinho did look really good. He looked like he was going to finish Figueroa at one point.
0: Wasn't Figueroa was... sick going into the fight though? Like he was yeah, in the hospital he, or something.
1: He was up the night before, like super late. But a lot there's like a big, there's like a conspiracy that it was to get an IV because he's been known to have like weight cutting issues. Mm-hmm. He's another guy who, if he cleans out flyweight, might go up to one thirty five and try to do double champ
0: because he was at one thirty five before. Yeah, he's. I think if he wins this, it, he's kind of just dominated the flyweight division, especially with that the one knockout that's on UFC YouTube right now where he just pummels this poor guy. Oh,
1: yeah, Joey Benavides. Yes. Yeah, the – yeah. Well, that's, there's one other guy. There's one other flyweight named, like, Oscaroff or something. Like, there are a couple other fights that he still has to do. remember, like, 135 has fights that they need to do before, uh-huh. like – So – Depending on but I could see it like this time next year or maybe a little later, depending on how everything goes, like late
0: next year. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably a little ambitious, but who knows? I'll ask you who who you got in this fight.
1: I think Figueroa knocks him out. I think or beats him this time at least. I think the I think people forget about how he got a point taken off and say shit, he would have won the fight. So
0: I think figure I think Figueredo ends it. I don't think it gets to the judges, honestly um our next fight we get we get the uh the boy from uh where is he from uh nate diaz where is he from stockton
1: stockholm or stockholm or something like California. stockton cali
0: baby yeah we get we get the boy back he's fighting leon edwards from the uk um nate diaz is a huge underdog in this fight and i think i know why because leon edwards is built leon edwards is a is a true welterweight yeah he's a yeah, he's
1: not. He's not like Nate, who's like a one fifty five er who doesn't want to cut weight, so he fights yeah. at one seventy. No, he's like a real one seventy. Like he couldn't yeah. make one fifty five.
0: Um, Leon just uh, just fought like a month and a half ago, two months ago against Bilal yeah. Muhammad, and that ended because of an eye poke, so that was a no contest. But I think it's gonna be a long. Night. I don't. I don't actually. I don't even um, think it'll be a long night for Nate Diaz. I think it'll be a relatively I, I quick night.
1: Leon Edwards has some vicious elbows from the clinch. And like from breaking it and I, I, I think I think Nate'll get cut up pretty early and they'll they'll put a stop to it because his face is like paper mache. With
0: yeah, all a strong spark-ish. gust of wind could give uh, give <laughs> yeah. Nate Diaz a cut. Which yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if this was the fight to take for old Nate. I don't know why he picked Leon. I guess to be well, me, I mean I was
1: ahead. listening to a UFC podcast today, uh, and they morning combat and they were talking about how one of them was saying how he was like talking to someone in Nate's camp and how uh, Nate's camp um, what was it how they said that like Leon was the best like they thought like best stylistic matchup which he kind of is because like he not they don't want to face like a wrestler like a super strong wrestler and they already faced Jorge and he's not even in the top five anymore and then Gilbert and Wonderboy are both bad, bad matchups.
0: Yeah, Especially Wonderboy. I mean, it just I guess it was the right fit at the time, but I mean, it's I don't see him beating anyone inside the top like 6 or 5 or 6 honestly. Just yeah. cuz it's they're too I mean I mean he could also just go out there and just somehow win, which cuz Nate Diaz can sometimes just do that. But it's going to be a tall task. I think Leon Edwards wins it. I think I think it was just a, a, a stoppage. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get knocked out cold. I think this is just going to be like, yeah, Nate Diaz, you're getting blood all over the ring, and we have two other fights left, so uh, we're <laughs> going to have to stop this, please. What do you think? You think? Uh, how do you think this one ends?
1: I think probably a stoppage. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I don't know. It probably, I think it, it'll probably be from a cut, from an mm-hmm. elbow. But mm-hmm.
0: I could
1: see it. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: well, don't our think next. Wins. Yeah, I don't see yeah. that happening. <laughs> our Our next fight is Damian. Is Damian Maya? Tim, Damian Maya. Damian Maya Damian versus Bilal Maya. Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of a Bilal Muhammad fan. I've watched him fight a couple times and. I, I like him. I like him. I think he, he's kind of just like, he'll just kind of rush you and try to overwhelm you, I think.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of power, which, and Damian Maya is like a jujitsu like, master. Like he has like, I think like, he's in like the top five for like most submission wins ever in the UFC. So it's like, if he gets you, if he gets like a hold of you and like on the ground with you, like you're, you're in trouble. <laughs> like he submitted Ben Askren. Who was like, and so who was like, who's a really good wrestler, not a very good boxer, but a good wrestler. And so, if you try to wrestle with him, he's tough. But I don't see Bajal doing that. But that might be a good fight to bet on, bet mm-hmm. on Damian Maya because he's like at 185 right now.
0: Yeah, he is the underdog going to that fight. Um. Yeah, I think I do think Bilal Muhammad wins, but I think this will probably just go to decision. Most, most of Bilal yeah. Muhammad's fights do, so I could just see it being a decision.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, The last fight at light heavyweight, Paul Craig versus ja- Jamal Hill. Is that, is that who it is?
1: Yeah, I, I like Jamal Hill a lot.
0: He's a big favorite going into this, and I don't know if you saw today's Embedded, but he talks a little, a little shit to uh, Paul Craig while they're signing autographs, which was kind of bizarre
1: talks like a ton of shit on twitter it's so funny and he he like got in trouble for smoking weed so like he makes like weed jokes all the time on his twitter like he got like suspended for it and then he came out with like a grinder with him there you go
0: like marketable yeah he is 8-0 and 0 with one no contest so he is undefeated right now
1: yeah and he 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 uh he's like he's got knockout power but he's like super long um it's it's kind of he's
0: are I there any really other good. you think you I mean I think Jamal Hill will probably win as well just based on the numbers. Uh, is that what you got as well?
1: Yeah. Mostly well, because I'm a fan
0: of his. Yeah all right I respect it. Is it <laughs> any other fights on the on the prelim or early prelims you want to talk about?
1: Yeah the Brad Riddell Drew Dover fight is going to be sick I think. I think that'll be a really good fight.
0: I do too. Um, Drew Dober his law is six and two in his last eight fights with losses coming to Islam Makachev, who's like the boogeyman for that division. No one wants to really fight him, and uh, Benil Damn Darius, who just who just beat yeah. Tony Ferguson. So
1: yeah.
0: Drew Dober's quality has some quality losses to go with those six wins. So I mean, I think Drew Dober wins that. Um, cool. but what do like you think?
1: Brad Riddell in it. I mean, it's Ooh. gonna be. A, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a. Like a kickboxing fight, and Brad Riddell has like a crazy record, like Izzy kickboxing, mm-hmm. and it, like Drew Do, I like I don't think Drew Dober is going to be trying to wrestle. I think they're both kind of going in with like let's win, let's get a bonus on top of whoever wins this fight.
0: Well, like, yeah, Drew Dober's last three wins have been by TKO or KO, so I think some, yeah. I think someone's going to get. I don't think this goes to the. Yeah, I
1: think, I think it'll think- be fight of the night potentially because they both Ooh. have good chins too. Mm-hmm. So they may just end up just slugging.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's gonna be like, um, someone's gonna someone's gonna be uh helped out of the arena after this. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna. I don't think. Uh, I think one of them will walk out a winner, and one will have to be helped out of the arena. Which, yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be something fun to watch. Uh, is there anything else? I mean, there's not really much like jumping the, out to me.
1: There's like the twenty year old Chase Hoopers on it, but. That's about it. He's like our age, <laughs> fighting in the UFC.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy to think about. No, thank you. Imagine I'm just, yeah. One of I would not like to uh, fight at the one fifty five division right now. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: He's at one forty five. He, he's like a really good jujitsu guy, but he he's not. His striking in his last fight got like exposed. I have no. I have no idea who he's fighting though.
0: Stephen Peterson. Steven Peterson. Yeah. I don't he's know. got a he's got a five inch height advantage and four inch reach advantage. So, advantage Hooper in that fight, I guess. I don't really know how that's.
1: Yeah, I just know Chase Hooper because he's like our age.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll, that'll be. I might have to. I'll probably just be sitting on the couch watching those all of it. The, yeah. Because I'm pretty excited for this whole card. Same. Uh, let's let's transition. We we promised the people on last show that we're gonna have some some bets, some parlays. Tim, do you want to do you want to start? Or actually let's start with Stodd. Stod's not here, but the uh, degenerate in him said uh I got to give the people my picks. Uh Stod has Cooper and a Pickham, Uh Riddell plus 125, Moreno plus 175 and Izzy minus 270. He says he loves the board and that is a 20 to win 280 bet. So it's plus one thousand four hundred. I think that's how the numbers would work out. So that's a that's a big parlay from the Stodman. I don't know I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think Moreno wins. I think Moreno is the loss, Yeah,
1: I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think, yeah, I agree with Moreno. I don't think he's gonna win. so um,
0: i have a i've I've come up with a couple parlays and a couple side bets. Um I got my can't lose parlay, which is just Izzy and uh, Figueredo. Which is just minus 102, and if you want to add Leon into that, uh, it bumps it up to one plus 132. So I think that's the can't lose parlay of the night. Uh, my big parlay I have Izzy Figueroa, Bilal Muhammad, Leon Edwards, and Drew Dober, which comes out at about plus 460. So that could be one that you get to watch all the big fights, and you have a you have a dog in the fight, so that could be fun as well. Um, Tim, do you have any parlays? Uh,
1: my parlay is plus 300 or 305. Uh, so 10 to 130. You got Brad Riddell, Jamal Hill, Izzy. Um, if you want to throw like, uh, I don't know, like Leon on it, which is probably good money, it bumps it up to 376. So maybe don't throw him on there because he's <laughs> minus like 600 and it doesn't really affect it. It's just yeah. another fight to lose. So, <laughs> but my other UFC bet is, uh, what was it? Oh, it, it's for the month of July, and it's the Tim's Favorite Fighters, parlay.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, do you already have it crafted?
1: Well, yeah, it's, it, it's Poirier Holloway. Poirier at minus 110, Holloway at minus 425, and then Corey Sandhagen at minus 165 and gets you plus 279. But Tim Gatman
0: parlay yeah,
1: those, those, those are the boy those are the guys so I, it, july is either going to be a really good month or like a really depressing month
0: because they hey, may dude.
1: i <laughs> i don't think max is gonna lose and i don't think Corey is gonna lose but
0: yeah it's to gonna be
1: anything make... it just depends if mcgregor is as good as everybody thinks he is
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i got a couple side bets for um this weekend's card i got figueredo inside the distance um which is plus 110 which I think I think he wins uh, I think he wins by knockout and then I have Dober by TKO KO or DQ which is plus 285 and that's just because Dober's last three fights have been won by TKO or KO and I think someone's gonna get knocked out in that fight so those are those are what I have for side bets I'll probably I like the I like the Figueredo inside the distance I think that is something I'm probably gonna bet on in Depending on how the juices are flowing beforehand, I uh, might have to throw some money on that Dober TKO by KO.
1: That fight, that Drew Dober Riddell fight, is plus one twenty that it doesn't go to distance. That might be a good bet. That might be a good bet.
0: I don't hate that one Wait. either. Yeah, I don't like. Or I don't hate that either. Um, let's move into our segments. We got a little rankings today. Our top five. We're going top five favorite UFC fighters. It is a, a UFC par, or a UFC podcast today. So let's give our top five UFC fighters. Let's let's. I'm just going to give Stod's top five and honorable mentions, uh, and then we'll go back and forth with our top five. At number five, you have Chell Sonnen. And I think it's merely for the uh, Ultimate Fighter clip of him saying "can't let you get close" and then starts throwing <laughs> punches, which is one of the funnier clips of the whole whole entire Ultimate Fighter.
1: Oh, that show has some great like clips. The shows themselves were not good, but the clips are hilarious. <laughs>
0: uh, at four, he has Kamara Usman, um, three Sugar Sean O'Malley, two McGregor, and number one, as always, uh, John Jones. Uh, with honorable mentions around, izzy's around. and nate diaz so he's got he's got some honorable mentions on this card this weekend which cool for him cool for him um tim let's just jump in at number five number five in my five spot i have Kamara uzman um i love a guy who can talk shit and back it up and that's kind of what he's done the last couple fights he's just yeah he's, <laughs> he's, he's brought it so you gotta and he's, i think in my opinion he's the number one pound for pound so he's at my number five spot what do you got at five
1: uh, I have Vincent Luque, the number five ranked welterweight, just because I've been watching this. I've been watching. I haven't like missed a fight of his since I like started watching UFC, because every single fight of his, either he he just walks forward and just is willing to like get hit to hit, basically. So his fights are just like, on. Un- they just turn into like slugfests. It's a blood They're bath, just super yeah. fun to watch, and he like. Yeah, and so he either gets knocked out or he knocks the other guy out, basically. You gotta love so they're really like that. They're really fun to watch. Yeah. They're yeah. definitely and worth the price know, of admission. You just know it's going to be a good fight, too, whenever you whenever he's on the card.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh let's go to number four at my number four spot. I have Rose Nami Yunus. Uh she won my heart with that lake with that head kick. I mean, <laughs> come on, that was awesome. And like just her whole story, her being such a young champion and battling back, like you can't help but love her. Tim, what do you got for number four?
1: Uh, I have Izzy. I have Izzy. Izzy uh, is my number four. Uh, just because he'd be higher if I didn't like the other guys. Just You
0: know, it's just – Yeah,
1: you he, like, love Izzy. He, Everyone loves yeah, Izzy. Yeah, I like, I like Izzy a lot.
0: Uh, at number three, I have a man who uh, just, just took a loss, but uh, Jorge Masvidal, game bread. I mean, he's from the streets. He's literally a street fighter turned MMA uh, I mean, he's had his shot at the belt a couple of times, probably will never get another shot. And if he does probably won't win it. Cause you know, he, he's already Masvidal, but I love him. I love him. I, I love, I just, he, he, he pieced up Leon Edwards. Like he, not, he, well, he first of all,
1: him. that
0: whole, that whole, that whole uh, like fight was like, one of my favorite fights because he goes in there and knocks till, out just knocks him out stiff as a yeah. board which is hilarious because it's in it's in, in the uk in England. yeah it's in yeah. the uk and they're just booing him they're like throwing shit and he's like he's like you can boo me all you want i don't care then he comes out he's doing an interview for uspn leon edwards says something he walks up and apparently leon edwards sticks his hands up but from the video i can't really tell if leon no, edwards sticks his, hands, not up. Stick his Le- hands up and jorge <laughs> I just, just gives him the three piece with a soda unreal line like that like that's part oh, about that whole story good. UFC just immediately put Masvidal,
1: I guess, on a plane and just, like, got him out of the country. Just, we're like, we're, we're not going to let you get arrested for mm-hmm. punching a guy. Like, I, like unprovoked, basically. <laughs> like- <laughs> also, he has, a,
0: he has a great quote when he was on Errol Iwani's MMA Hour where he just says, uh, in the streets you need two things, a, uh, a good sucker punch and a quick 50-yard dash. Which is which is just hilarious to me because it's like, oh, all right, Jorge's gonna punch you once and then run away really fast. Which just it just cracks me up. It's just like you can't. This guy's like he's like made up. He's like a character. It's so funny. Tim, who you got at number three? Uh, Dustin Poirier is my number three fighter.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm excited for his fight against Connor. Uh, I think he, I think there's a, there, I, I'm excited because. I think Fourier is going to bring it again, because and I think Connor is going to bring it, and hopefully this added juice will. I I honestly I think ideally it's like a five round like slugfest, like like that would be sick. I think with like each of them knocking the other one down like multiple times and stuff, just like a fitting end to like the rivalry. I guess
0: we need an instant classic in that. We need we yeah. need something that's going to make everybody remember it
1: yeah I can't yeah and I mean honestly one of whoever not if they knock each other out too that'll be memorable and
0: Mm -hmm. so (laughs) um at my number two spot I have uh the sugar show Sean O'Malley I mean I've watched like every one of his fights so I I gotta love him like he he mean he's so cool he he smokes weed on his Instagram like what's cooler than that you know like there's not there's not many things cooler than smoking weed you know also, he's just like super cool because he just knocks everyone out. Besides the time he breaks his leg in half a couple times. But you know, shit happens. He's still he's undefeated. He's 13 and one, undefeated. And he fights on that on that Poirier McGregor card, so he gets yeah, another, against another the win.
1: Can he's fighting another bum. Well
0: it's they want to the, rush it's him.
1: The, it's, the, it's the it's the we're gonna give you a highlight KO on the McGregor card when everybody's watching Sean we're going to make sure you get that we're going to make sure you get that nice big and it blows up on social media on the mcgregor card everybody's going to be tuning in
0: oh, i mean I'm gonna that's be, what it is i will it, it, i will exactly. go ecstatic when
1: it, that happens ufc ufc knows what they're doing like but that that's why he, that's why he's on there against that opponent
0: like mm-hmm. Tim, who you got uh, at your number 2 spot
1: Corey sandhagen and he was at my number 3 for a while and then I listened to a bunch of interviews with him, where he was on a couple of different podcasts, like the Joe Rogan Show, and then there was like a UFC one that I like that he was on. And he you just he was, it was cool to listen to him talk about after, because he I like, fought Sterling and I like, got submitted in like the first two minutes, basically, of like a title eliminator fight, and so he so like that and that and then he came back with like three or two ko's in a row like first round ko's in a row so it's kind of like and he talked about like how mentally like how he had to like shift how he like that pre- like goes into fights and stuff it was interesting but mm-hmm. he's my number two
0: there you go um and my number one i have the main event for this this upcoming ufc fight i have israel adesanya i mean he was the guy that kind of got me into the whole thing. Like, obviously, I've, I knew about McGregor and everything, but I watched Disney, and I was like, holy cow, this guy's pretty cool. He's just this giant, lanky dude who just kicks people on the heads and, and like, has this amazing – like, his whole backstory of him just, like, being a kickboxer with, like, a 90-5 and five record is, like, unreal to me. It's like, holy cow. Like, what He's got, so like, long?
1: 100 wins now, I think, or something. Yeah, like, I think career. he has
0: 100 wins in his career, which is – astronomical to me yeah Him, I, I think i can predict your number one but uh, go ahead and say it for yourself the best the best is blessed it's, it's max blessed. holloway
1: baby Blessed express it's baby max, yeah it, hop on it, it he's he's number one i mean how, how can you not like the guy yeah dude just viciously destroys people and was also just like really nice guy
0: his last fight was also amazing i think it was it was, yeah. it was the last round at 10-7
1: or no, the fourth round was a 10-7. Fourth
0: round was – whatever it was yeah. when it went Super Saiyan was unreal. Yeah.
1: Well, there was the one where he was, like, going to finish – like, it looked like – like, Daniel White was, like, worried that they, they were going to have to, like, stretch her cater out. <laughs> after and He's like, this isn't good – this isn't, like, necessarily a good look on ABC if we just, like, have someone look like they die. <laughs>
0: hey, if he dies, he dies, man. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> Um, Some of my honorable mentions: I have Francis and Ganu, I have Max Holloway, and I have Valentina Shevchenko. I mean, and Ganu, like, what a great story! Also, like, the nicest dude on the planet, and he's like 265 pounds and has the meanest right hand of all time.
1: Huge person,
0: yeah, he's like unreal, massive.
1: He cuts to 265, which is just ridiculous.
0: Oh yeah, he's like walking around (laughs) at like 285 or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then Uh, I have Holloway.
0: You got to love Holloway, and then Shevchenko. She's just a monster, an absolute monster. Like her last five fights, she was like minus like 500 in all of them, which is just unreal to, to think about.
1: Yeah. Honorable mentions for me were I could be as an honorable mention. Uh, I had, what's his name? or Red Rose is an honorable mention. I had Whitaker is an honorable mention. Um Honestly, err, I like Jan a lot too. He was an honorable mention.
0: Peter Jan's very funny. Or Jan Bohovic, which one?
1: Yeah, Jan Bohovic.
0: Jan Bohovic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't. He's a cool guy, but come on, he beat he beat my baby, so I can't I can't, I can't he, like I, him like I that. Just
1: I mean, I don't know until I'll root for him when he or I'll root for him when he doesn't fight like Izzy. Yeah. Or something. I think he'll stay at light heavyweight for a while. I think I don't think he. I think he's gonna be tough to beat there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, well, there's also not. I don't think there's a lot of people at light heavyweight besides Yuri well, Prochaska like, or, yeah, or yeah, whatever his name who, is.
1: Yeah, like Jan versus like Ngannou would be fucking crazy,
0: <laughs> dude. It got. I don't. I don't think anyone's signing up to fight Ngannou, bro. I don't. not think anybody's trying to. Well, it'd be to get interesting to
1: see. There's a big heavyweight fight uh gone like zero gone
0: Volkov Ghan. right
1: yeah and that both those guys they're big and they're big and they're like really technical like really good like kickboxers mm-hmm. and like gone at least he he's like a world kickboxer over in like Europe. So like he's he's really really he's like good at kickbox and so people think that he could give Nagano an issue because he, he moves really well I guess.
0: Ningano like like
1: really, first round KO. we
0: we'll uppercuts his head out of the arena like he we'll like he did see. the Overeem. No,
1: no, fucking Nganu looked like scary against Stipe. because like it wasn't like the flailing that it was against the it was like like when he like stuffed the takedown and he like sprawled perfectly and mm-hmm. then transition. I was like, oh, I was like, this is over. Yeah. Like is dead. Like yeah. it's just a matter of time before Ningano just fucking kills him. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see him versus John Jones when Dana White eventually decides to pay John Jones.
0: (laughs) If if Dana White eventually pays John Jones. I I don't think it's a win. I think it's an if. We need it. We do need it. I 100% agree. Uh, Let's go to our heroes and zeros. Um, Tim, you want to start us off with your hero or heroes? Yeah, I have two. Uh, Okay.
1: Carissa Shields is making – who is recognized, if you don't know who she is, she's recognized as the greatest women's boxer ever. She is a two-time Olympic gold medalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like the biggest draw for women's boxing, which unfortunately which doesn't get a lot of draw, if we're being honest. Yeah. Uh but she and she's so she's going over to uh, MMA and she's get, she's debuting tonight in the PFL, which is the Pro Fighting League. It's like ESPN's like tournament league format. It's like a couple steps below the UFC, if we're being honest. But they have a million dollar tournament that they have. So it's like you can make a lot of money if you win the tournament.
0: But yeah, she uh she she fights tonight. Uh she's a big favorite. She's like plus two fifty or minus two fifty. Yeah. Um, I mean, the pro the profiling's still a good competition. I mean Anthony Pettis fights in it right now. So I mean they yeah. have the people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they have Kayla Harrison who might be the second best woman on earth behind Amanda Nunes. It might there's a, there there might be an argument there she could beat Amanda she hey, she's a two-time to, I, Olympic judo champion hey, so I,
0: she's like until someone beats Amanda it, it, with my and, two eyes watching it live then I, I'm she's my she's my best
1: I think Amanda's gonna retire not too long to be honest I think she's getting kind I, I mean she just had a kid she's getting older like and the last thing you want is for someone like eventually it happens with like everyone. Someone's going to catch up to you. Like, the game will eventually evolve enough where someone will catch up to you. And I don't really – and I don't think she really wants to, like, stay around for that because it usually doesn't end very well for the older person. Especially – yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Who's Who you got as your other hero, Tim?
1: Oh, uh, college football fans. Uh, They're doing the – they came out with more of the 12-team playoff. And uh, so it came out – I believe it's four – the top four conference champions are playing or the top that's who they would rank as the top four. And that means Notre Dame wouldn't be eligible for the first round bye. And Notre Dame was like, we'll do it. So because guess what? Cowards. Guess what? We get we get that nice home game. That nice that nice home game in South Bend with the free home game with the T V revenue and everything. We get a wider berth to make it, and I, I and I don't really want to play Clemson every year in the ACC championship, if I'm being honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, not a bad take. Not a bad take to have, absolutely.
1: If, if I'm being honest, I don't really want to have to play them every year in that game. But just for the opportunity to get a first-round by, because I get the feeling that it's like if you lose the conference championship, I think I don't see a ton of teams making it from the conference, unless you're – Really, unless it's like an Alabama Georgia
0: type deal, where it's like they're both one two. Yeah. Or or if like say like if, for example this year, if like Iowa State has one loss and it's Oklahoma and Oklahoma's undefeated going into the Big Twelve and Iowa State beats Oklahoma, then I think both teams would still get in because yeah. twelve team like they were obviously going to yeah. be both in the top twelve. Yeah. Like, I think it's just going to depend on how everything shakes out. I think there'll be probably like one or two teams from double conferences depending on. I think, yeah.
1: they're, I think they're going to try to save because, like, this year at least, you could have realistically, like, what, Coastal Carolina. I'm talking, like, power yeah. 5. Or, yeah, last year, like, Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, and who is the
0: – BYU. Like,
1: the, yeah, so, like, you could – I mean, I don't know if I would have put BYU in there. But you could have realistically put the other two in. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're going to have spots for the non-Power 5 teams – but they're not going to get like the home games so they're going to have to yeah.
0: play I like that round. I like that I think the power the like non-power five should definitely get in yeah um for my hero I have two one I have uh, Outer Banks fans let's go Outer Banks mm. is coming back July 30th the release date um i die for you John B I'm so excited like <laughs> let's go um it as looks well it like
1: a James Bond movie
0: yeah, it looks ben- <laughs> like I don't know. Like the trailer showed, and I was like, I don't know what's happening whatsoever. They're, they're but doing like, I like stunts
1: it. and stuff, like car chases. I'm like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> it's just Fast and the Furious now. And that's all it is. Family, man, family. yeah Yeah. Uh, for my other hero, uh, this is actually a joint hero between Stott and I um, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, uh, up 2 0 in his series, had uh, 17 and 15 last night with no turnovers. Uh, have a day, Chris Paul, or have a night at least. Go off. Um, and they're going to probably... I think they'll... I mean, they're up 2-0, so they're probably going to beat the Nuggets, which looks terrible for my Blazers, who just got destroyed by the Nuggets. And then the, the Nuggets go out and get destroyed by the Suns. Tough look. Uh, also, Stodd has Mikhail Bridges, who's averaging 17 through 2. Uh, he said he won him money last night, and he said he'd be... He would look sick in a Blazer jersey. Uh, Stodd also thinks everyone would look good in a Blazer jersey. I don't know if... You've noticed that through the group text, but he's like John Collins would look awesome in a Blazers jersey. Mikkel Bridges would look awesome in a Blazers It's Blazers the most jersey. random. It's, it, it, We'd have like 15 like really like slightly yeah. above average players on our team. And, and <laughs> yeah, that's like a,
1: who? Like Bradley Beal would look – Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal yeah. would look great in a Blazers uniform.
0: That's but, a guy who actually would look really good yeah. in a Blazers uniform.
1: Yeah, who would seriously look good in a Blazers
0: uniform. Um, take us away with your uh, zero or zeros of the week.
1: Yeah, my zero of the week is uh, that Lamar Odom is boxing Aaron Carter, who I guess is a recording artist, with Chuck Liddell as the guest ref. And I, I just think it's sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's like a celebrity boxing thing. I guess there's like a reality TV beef between two people I've never heard of who's like the co-main. And I, I just think it's sad. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, especially yeah. Chuck Liddell, like, Roughing it, he, he just needs money,
0: is basically what it is. And hey, I mean, if you're gonna get some money, who cares? Go, go, go get your money, you know. <laughs> uh, my here or my zero of the week, uh, Danny Cannell, Daniel <laughs> Cannell, Danny Cannell, We're like Danny can smell. because that dude is stinky. He's have you seen what he's been doing on Twitter? No, he's been talking trash on my OU softball team. I'll read you some <laughs> of these tweets. Um, so Oklahoma. One they today, they won the national championship in softball, boomer sooner. Uh, they were going against Danny Cannell's Florida State Seminoles, and he had a tweet saying, Win or lose, I love the way the Knolls handle themselves on the field. There's no obnoxious celebrating routine flyouts or staring out, or staring out at the opponents. It's all about the team and playing with class. Uh, that tweet got 835 replies. Talk about getting ratio, Danny Cannell, Holy and <laughs> um. He just everyone was just like making fun of Danny Cannell being like, uh, Theo, Theo Howard, who's a wide receiver at Oklahoma, said, Is class going to win you games or is performance? And Danny Cannell says, Performance wins game, class wins respect, winning with class creates a legacy. And someone said, Uh, Oklahoma's won three of the last five college fo- or college softball championships. I think that's a pretty good legacy. <laughs> so Danny Cannell is just so far out of his bag. And also, yesterday or two, yeah, yesterday he tweeted, Uh, Call me crazy or old school, but I found it best to do the biggest celebrating when the game is over. I'll tell oh, you yeah. why tomorrow. And they lost again today. So we're still waiting to see to hear why. So, Danny, if you want to come on the podcast and tell us why uh, the biggest celebrating is done when the game is over, that'd be cool. I had no idea who that was when you tweeted that at him. I was like, who is
1: this? Like I even clicked into his profile and I was like, who is this guy?
0: <laughs> Someone also uh, edited Danny Cannell's um, Wikipedia page. Uh, I'll just read you the whole thing. Danny Cannell is a former professional American football quarterback in the NFL and arena football league and formerly an ESPN personality. He was employed by ESPN as an analyst and host of the Russo and Connell show on ESPN radio. He was host of ESPN's use late night humor and sports show Unite before the show was canceled in June 2013. In his spare time, Danny enjoys putting down uh, women athletes who show passion in their sports, specifically those women who are beating his alma mater. He enjoys being a full time tool. So, Danny Cannell, full time tool, uh, zero of the week. What a loser! <laughs> um, that's my rant. Uh, what a, like. What are we doing? Like, he knows nothing about college softball and is just mad his team was losing, so he just calls out the other team for celebrating. Like, what is this? Yeah, that is kind of soft, especially yeah. if he's like
1: a verified,
0: like a real account.
1: You've served for ESPN,
0: yeah. He's uh, like, uh, he's like a very well, like, he played college football at Florida, he played in the NFL. Like, yeah, like, stay in your lane, stay in your lane, brother. Um, okay. and for Stod, zero of the week feels bad because i i hate to give this man a zero of the week uh michael porter jr uh his quote was mpj sucked yesterday three of 13 lost me money and appears to have a hurt back again hashtag miz so <laughs> we hate this is a this G-O-U, is a, a pro mizzou podcast first of all let's get this out of the way we are very pro mizzou yeah. We hate to berate Mizzou and put down Mizzou fans here on the Tanner Wilkinson podcast, but Hey, we, we, we should have, it one how on it is. we should have, we should have someone on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to put that out there. Any, if anyone on Mizzou wants to come and you know, come on in and, 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 and join the podcast and just talk about, you know, anything. You're more than welcome to Um, speaking of Mizzou um, Mizzou's bar stool today tweeted out, uh, a retweet of college football Fox's tweet, which was hold on, let me get to it. It was, What's your most iconic moment of your team's history? And they said, Hmm, what do we think, Mizzou fans? And uh, I was just thinking, They they have a lot of uh, Mizzou beating Kansas, which is interesting. And they all oh, that lot year, of, the
1: Kansas and Mizzou were both really good,
0: yeah, and they have beating number one Oklahoma in 2010. Which is fine, but I assumed it would have been one of their Big 12 or SEC championships or national championships until I realized they haven't won anything. They haven't won a Big 12 or an SEC or a national championship. So I guess beating teams in the the regular season is now a good thing. It's now like the coolest thing in the world, just winning regular season games. I mean, Tim, like imagine imagine saying like the best moment in Notre Dame's history was a regular season win. Yeah, couldn't be us. That's kind of sad. I mean, it's kind of sad to me. Like, uh, it just...
1: I wonder what Stodd would say to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, Stodd would have to be like a Pac-12 championship, which is fine. Like, they won a championship at least, but not a national championship. That's probably good for Stodd not to be here. I mean, this will be a good test for Stodd to see if he listens to the podcast. Stodd, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, send us a text and uh, confirm this because I don't know if he's going to listen to this far, you know? we, we haven't done our to... john
1: jones talk
0: either that's true <laughs> should we close it out with some john jones talk we have to close it out with john we have jones to close talk. it out obviously what what's talk to me about john jones what's up in the john jones world oh um, we know. have a lot I... to talk about actually because apparently
1: anthony smith came out this week in an interview and said that he was getting calls from the athletic commission every day in the like run up to his fight that John was like uh, testing positive basically like every day he was failing the drug test every day and they were like just checking with Anthony to see if it was
0: like okay like <laughs> yeah like a me- John come on <laughs> dude do we know what drug test it was was he taking steroids or was he on coke or like what, what-
1: it, it was probably steroids
0: i think it's implied that it was steroids cuz i think
1: he stopped doing tons of coke i can't i don't know about that allegedly he stopped yeah yeah allegedly stopped doing tons of coke but
0: But. not my goat john jones will not will not be my goat no john jones is
1: not the goat.
0: gsp gsp goat gsp goat well i mean hey john relax on the needles man He's John, the if you eater. want to
1: come on the podcast, though
0: you're more than welcome. John, you're more than welcome to come on the <laughs> if, podcast or you can fight money slash DC for us. You're more than welcome to do that. You will hey John Jones will be bumped up on my on my uh top five fighters. Yeah. List. Yeah. Jones oh yeah,
1: John, you towards. come on.
0: <laughs> Number one, baby. Number one, John Jones. <laughs> uh, well, big card this weekend. Um Tim, thanks for coming on to discuss. Um
2: yeah, be back, fun. I think
0: Sunday to review. Let's we'll see if any of our parlays hit that'll be interesting to yeah come that, that will be interesting so uh once again Tim, all of tim's leaks are in the uh description um have a good weekend everybody enjoy these ufc fights um Take some of these picks and uh, win some money from us, you know Cast We're franco. gonna be better I mean, I'm at least gonna be better yeah. Take some of these picks so and
2: win some money, us. We okay. gon' stop We good <laughs> Stop Chill hey, We it's, it's on. for, the, <laughs> for the, the game Let's but, go, uh, let's go let's go Take, let's go Have a good go. weekend, everybody uh, See you when we see you yeah. yeah. hey. Scraining, scraining, Woo. scraining, yeah Scraining, 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 scraining. yeah don't nothing get strained but strained. Hey. Don't nothing get straightenin' but strained. Don't nothing get strained but strained. Straight. You don't get shit straight, you don't nah. In this gang, sit back, be patient. Gang. Niggas act like the gang went vacant. Huh? Niggas act like something been taken. Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightenin'. Been kicking shit popping out daily. Go. On the island, it's a movie I'm making. I'm counting the narrows with Robert De Niro. He telling them that you're amazing. Hey. Put that shit on. shit on. Nigga get shit on. Shit on. I bought two whips and I put my bitch on. Girl. She put this wrist on. Wrist. She fat the wrist, said it went rich and meal prone. Turn up pandemic. Into a pandemic, you know that's the shit that we on yes, sir. Them niggas gon' pull up and L at this shit It's together, won't we'll fuck with you, homes. Uh-uh, I don't do the fake kicking. No. They go a rocket, it's taking it Ooh. It's a problem with then we strainin' it straight. Swap out the cap, with a demon in it Upgrade the band up, put fiends in it Ooh. I got some shooters you seen with me We're running shit back, I just seen 10-it We gonna get straight straining, 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 yeah straining, 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 yeah straight. Strain but strain hey. Don't not get strain but strain it. Don't not get strain but strain it. You don't get shit straight, you don't strain it. You don't get shit strain if you don't strain it. No, I'm to the te- the sit back and watch patient watch. do a trick with the stick, it's amazing. In the bando, chopping that bacon. Low zone like I'm in the matrix. matrix. I keep the cookie like my grandma made it. Cookie. I keep the keys and the pals and the babies. Key and the bricks came white like shady. Drive the limbo through the avenue. Pretty little bit with the attitude. Hey. Give a shout out to them white boys. boys. All white rolls look radical. radical. Keep you a fire. Don't let them take it. Get charged, you gotta get straightened. I got your op, I give him a facelift My niggas lurking and spending the day shit. I got them right when you see me Spin back the back, it's a repeat Championship, this is 3P Shoot out the window like Drizzy and Freaky I keep it on me, believe me I be up high where the trees be I go and put on so much of this ice They say don't touch me, you gon' freeze me Straining, straining, straining Yeah, Strain, straining, straining, straining yeah, don't nothing get straining, but straining Don't nothing get straining, but straining Don't nothing get straining, but straining You don't get shit straight, you straining. Straining. Get my straining, straining. Automatic handgun like the Navy automatic. I keep a hundred wow. round drum, ain't fading Turn a nigga to a mummy with a pavement Terminator hey. with the money, it was gravy Spend an odd block, rock about baby rock-a-bye, Made it block-a-bye. talk stop, made it mama hate. make. Hate we were trapping at the spot, at the base. That's man and your devil, we spent on your blood. Spin. I a perk and I'm going whoa, berserk whoa, whoa. and I woke up and bought me a job Like, fuck it. Straight uh-huh. to the point. I get straight to the straight and your better. He straight, straight, can't even straight, straight. We gutted them Nobody talk. We gutted them. New color. Then start start to fall. New and and hustle and beat down the wall. Beat on oh, with the stepper. Now it's our rebel. Nucky no. for Mac in the back of the Tesla. Bang. On with the gang. We can Bang. never be selfish. Bang. Watch how I out. I'm the dripping professor. Saw the kill I bought a compressor. Time to press them Eat them for breakfast. Taught em a lesson. I'm never confessing. Never hey. hey. my message. Somebody stretch Straining. Yeah, straight, scrain', strain', yeah, straight. Don't not get straight above strainin'. Don't not get straight and but strainin'. Don't not get straightin' but strain' You don't get shit straight, you don't straighten it. Yeah. yeah Don't nun get straightin' but strain' You feel me I don't know what y'all think going on out there but you know what I mean? We straight